Hi, welcome to the Ask Pastor Dennis podcast. This is episode eight, and this week's question is, if God is a good God, how could he command the killing of women and children in the Old Testament? And so here's Pastor Dennis with his response. All right. Um, I, I get this question a number of times. Um, I, I've gotten this question a number of times. Um, or the question about the flood, right? If God's a good God, how could he just destroy all of humanity in the flood? And um, it's important that we understand, um, first of all, that God is the great judge, meaning his, his judgments aren't always going to make sense to us. Okay, so this is principle number one. His judgments are not always going to make sense to us. If they always made sense to us, then we would be qualified to be judges, right? But the point is that we don't see all the factors that are going into his judgments, right? We don't understand what's really going on or what would happen if he didn't act in those ways. So the, the point number one here is that we need to have humility, right? As people, you know, you are God in heaven and I am here on earth, right? I'm a man, so I'll let my words be few, Right, I think that that's 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 point number one. We need to have humility. Now, that's not going to satisfy um, non-believers, okay? But as believers, that's an important principle as we as we approach this question, okay? Now, the the second answer here is that um, to understand these two things, you you really have to understand something. One of the weirder parts of Scripture, okay? So in Genesis six, there's this really strange passage, and it says this: It says when human beings began to increase in number on the earth and daughters were born to them, the sons of God saw that the daughters of humans were beautiful and they married any of them they chose. Then the Lord said, my spirit will not contend with humans forever for they are mortal. Their days will be 120 years. The Nephilim were on the earth in those days. And also afterward, when the sons of God went to the daughters of humans and had children by them, they were the heroes of old, men of renown. Okay, and the very next verse is the Lord saw how great the wickedness of the human race had become on the earth, and 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 then it's the flood story. Okay, so th- this is directly tied, and so this is a very strange story in Scripture about how the sons of God saw that humans were beautiful, human women, and they came down and slept with them and had children, and these children became giants, and these giants became. Um, you know, uh, renowned heroes um, of the ancient world. Okay, strange story. Now, I'm going to argue, though, that if we believe Scripture, um, we have to believe that there's a supernatural element, okay? Like, look, if you believe Scripture, you believe that Jesus rose from the dead, you believe that, the you know, Joshua made the sun stop for a day, you know, there's all of these supernatural crazy stories in Scripture. So, you know, this is one of them, <laughs> right? It's a weird thing. Um, and yet I would argue that it's very consistent in Scripture, meaning that this story about these Nephilim um, comes up a number of times, okay, um, in, in various parts of the Bible, in, including the New Testament. There's this throwaway line in, in, in uh, Corinthians, I believe, where Paul you know, says that women should cover their heads because of the angels. And that almost certainly is, is referencing back to this idea of Nephilim, meaning that human women can tempt angels in some way. Right, it, I think it's the same idea, and I know that sounds really strange if you've never really thought about this before. Um, but I would say that this is a real thing. Okay, as a supernaturalist, as someone who believes the scriptures and believes all this stuff, I believe this is a real thing. I think this really happened. In fact, I think when we look at mythology, all, a bunch of um, of ancient mythology, what we see is we see stories of gods, and many of those gods sleep with human women 
and beget demigods. Okay, that's these are where these stories of Hercules come from, right? And um, you know, in in Gilgamesh and and like a lot of different cultures in their mythology, they have these story of demigods. Um, and I would argue that these are probably based off of real you know, figures from this period of ancient history, okay? Now, the piece that Scripture gives us is that these giants um, really corrupted the world, right? That the world got really corrupt. Now, this is something that the Bible doesn't really talk a whole lot about. If you read some um, non-canonical works, um, the book of Enoch, for example, it goes a lot more in-depth into this dynamic, and it talks about how these sons of God came to earth and taught humankind um, all of these wicked things. And, and this also has, um, you know, you know, pictures of this in mythology, right, of Prometheus and how Prometheus came and taught humans fire and stuff like that. Well, you know, I think that that's probably based off of something that really happened. So what happened was that you had these giants, and by all accounts, they were they were very powerful, and they led the world into great sin, and that's the reason why God had to destroy the entire world with the flood. I think it really comes down to this idea of Nephilim, okay? Um, and so the idea was there was judgment because of what these fallen angels did, okay? Now, the story about the Canaanite genocide is that um, it, it, what it looks like is it looks like this happened again. It looks like um, it, it either happened again or that there was some, you know, survivor, you know, on, on Noah's ship. You know, one of Noah's children or, or children's wives had, had some giant blood in her. That's possible, um, but I think it's probably a little bit more likely that um, a, maybe in the future another angel came and slept and, and had another giant. I know that sounds really weird, but the point is this. We see pictures of these giants, especially in Canaan. Now, there's a, there's a scholar that's done a lot of work on this named Michael Heiser. He's written a book called Reversing Herman, another one called Unseen Realm that, that kind of delves into this dynamic a lot through the scriptures, but what he argues was that Canaan, um, the land of Canaan, was actually where all these giant tribes were, right, in the time of the Exodus. So when Moses is bringing the children of Israel out of Egypt, right, they go and they spy out the promised land, and what do they see? They see giants, right, and they're scared, right? There's these giants living in the land, Um, and God says, don't be afraid of them, and then what does he say? These are the people that you're to wipe out. Right, you're to wipe them out, and I, I really think that the idea here is that there is a judgment by the Lord against these giants. Right, that these are not human; they're half human, or they, they're somewhat human, but really they're they're these this fallen angel blood, and and that because that's forbidden, God has put a mandate to wipe these peoples out, okay? For whatever reason, he's put that mandate on. And so what you see is you see David also in the future. David's battling um, Goliath, right, who probably had giant blood. And what you see is in, in the further stories and chronicles, it talks about David and his mighty men, and they go and they hunt down basically all the giants. They kill all the giants, um, I believe, in that time period. And so um, my point in bringing all this up is because even though I know it's weird, but if we're gonna if we're gonna say why did God command these things that seem very you know atrocious like these atrocities these these genocides and wiping the entire world out, I think that only makes sense in the context of this story about this these these giants right I think that's the key that kind of unlocks it. So my point is this: it was um, an otherworldly problem 
So it was an extreme solution to an otherworldly problem. And if you don't buy any of that, if you just you know, skip over that and you go, oh, I'm not going to buy all that, but look at God. Look what God did. He commanded. He wiped out the whole earth. Well, if you ignore the supernatural reason for him doing it, then yeah, it's not going to make much sense. But I would argue that if you, if you, you know, are willing to, to buy or at least say, okay, well, that's what they believed, right? Well, then it makes a little bit more sense of why God ordered something um, that, was, that, was so, uh, that was so amazing. Yeah, great response from Pastor Dennis. Uh, I hope that, you know, Pastor Dennis was talking a lot about theology, uh, taking a lot from Scripture. And so if you're not too familiar with the Scriptures, I think it'll be really hard to understand this. But the nature of this question is we have to dig into Scripture, right? And so I encourage you as the listener to check out those passages, to study it, to research, um, and to really see, you know, what people say about all of this. And so, yeah, thank you for joining us for this week. Um, keep sending in your questions to burningtreetkc at gmail.com. We love your questions. We love it when they're specific because then we can answer specifically. I'm your host, Nick King, and we'll see you next time.